I'm Gabriel Gould, and this is Burning the Thrushes, a podcast about what we hear when we listen, really listen. I love the sound of footsteps. I don't know why. Everywhere I go, I listen to the sound my feet make on the ground. When I'm collecting field recordings, I often record myself walking from place to place, and this raises a bit of a problem. As collectors of field recordings will tell you, it's tough to get a clean recording while on the move. Wind hits the mic, clothing swishes, Note to self, don't wear corduroy while recording. Inevitably, something bumps into the recorder, and you end up with what are pejoratively called artifacts. I get why they might be unwelcome if you're trying for purity. But pure sounds are almost always artificial. The real world is just too noisy. If I record myself walking, there's the footsteps, sure. But there's also me adjusting my gloves sniffling from the cold wind, breathing with the strain of the activity and occasionally muttering to myself. That whole array of sounds is part of the walk, as are any other sounds in the surrounding soundscape. Passing cars, dogs barking, snowblowers, birds running water. And this is why I don't walk with earbuds. Almost everyone I know wears earbuds while walking or running, and I suppose it's a reflection of our busy world that we're always trying to squeeze in a podcast or a book on tape during times when we're not doing something else. But there is so much information being imparted in sound, if we're willing to listen to it. And with earbuds in, we miss it. I also think that keeping our ears open, literally and figuratively, leads to more mindfulness, since our attention is more likely to be focused on whatever is in our sonic world at that moment. To me, walking is therapeutic because I have the sense that I am leaving my problems behind me as I forge ahead, and I can't do that 
if my ears are being fed a steady diet of music and or information. In his charming book on running, NPR host Peter Sagal talks about yelling at his fellow marathon runners to take out their earbuds. For safety reasons, to be sure, but also to allow the experience of being outdoors to be fully immersive. My college students have earbuds in almost constantly. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them sleep with them in, and in many cases I catch them with one or both in during class. To me, this is not only disrespectful, but it's also impractical. With earbuds in, their attention will never be focused on class, despite their reassurances to me that they are good multitaskers. Hint, no one is. Our brains simply don't work that way. while I'm venting. I might as well drop another truth bomb. Music does not sound good through your phone speaker. It never has, and it never will. Okay, deep breaths. What was I talking about? It's almost as if I could really use a walk. Walking and listening go hand in hand. I think this is biological, hardwired into our systems from millennia ago, when humans had to use their stereo hearing to detect threats coming at them from any angle. And it's certainly useful from the point of view of the 21st century human who needs to navigate a world full of anthrophonic sound. While walking, the soundscape evolves as the surroundings change. Not that most soundscapes are static anyway, but that's especially the case when moving through different environments. A typical walk that I take from my house to work begins in a small residential neighborhood typically filled with a combination of birdsong, some vehicle traffic, chattering squirrels, and the occasional medevac helicopter coming or going from the local hospital. As I approach campus, traffic becomes a little busier, although traffic is a strong word for my little town, and human voices become more common as I pass students on their way to the dining hall or classes. Student drivers are more common here, so it's a good idea to stay very aware of their movements through the sounds of their vehicles. On the edge of campus is a riparian buffer, where red-winged blackbirds screech and water sometimes trickles through a drainage channel. Finally, nearing the quad, human density suddenly increases. The pace of conversation and rushing feet quickens, and I might have to dodge the careening electric golf carts that deliver food and supplies around campus. And those are just the outdoor soundscapes that I pass through. 
I haven't begun to describe my home or my office building and their typical sounds. To my earlier point, if I did the walk while listening to music or podcasts, I would experience only one sound world, one that I brought with me, and one that had nothing to do with the spaces through which I moved. And that listening experience mentally prepares me for work by allowing for a mindful experience of my physical and sonic world, and by resting my analytical brain, which I will need during the workday. Walking is my preferred exercise. I would probably get more cardio if I jogged, which I do occasionally. But listening gets harder as activity increases. That's because listening is an active process, while hearing is passive. We hear things all the time. We can't help but do so. But we only listen to a fraction of the audio input we receive every moment of our lives, even during sleep, by the way. Listening requires attention. It involves a combination of awareness, noticing the sound in the first place and reacting to it if it represents an imminent threat, analysis, aligning sounds with things we expect to be in our environment, and if they are not expected to be there, trying to figure out what they are, and contemplation. How loud are these sounds? Are they near or far? What do they remind me of? Etc. It requires focus, which occupies the mind enough to push aside or press pause on anxieties and intrusive thoughts. So while jogging and other intense forms of exercise are certainly beneficial, they make listening harder by consuming more of our active thought processes. And that means that whatever is being pumped into earbuds is often ignored or pushed to the background anyway, since there isn't sufficient focus left to really listen. Ergo, take out your earbuds once in a while. Burning the Thrushes is written, edited, and produced by me, 
Gabriel Gould. All sounds and recordings are my own. Next time you take a walk, even a short one, consider opening your ears to your surroundings and see how it changes your experience. Coming soon, Burning the Thrush's first interview episode, featuring conversations with fellow artists about their experiences with sound and listening. 